0: Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. That's right, you are tuned in to the very first episode of the Nerd of Godcast, our maiden voyage. My name is Tony T., and uh, for the next few minutes, we're going to be taking you guys on a trip through uh, the Bible and through pop culture and through geeks and games and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Uh, you know, this is a real passion for me because uh, I love serving the Lord, love working with uh, all kinds of people. But I have experienced uh, that there is a large, a, a vast unreached people group in our culture today, and that is the Nerd Geek uh kind of outcast community and uh, you know you see so many different things you go to comic shops you go to the cons you hang out you listen to people uh, talking and sharing their ideas and the things they're passionate about and it just seems like so much of the art form so much of the medium is turned against traditional Christian faith uh, when that really needs not be because there's Christ-like themes in all forms of media and storytelling, comic books, video games, movies, and uh, we see more and more of this. So uh, this podcast is designed to give people that love God and love comic books and games and great storytelling uh, a a medium and a a platform to, to share their passions and to show that they don't have to be mutually exclusive. So uh, we hope that you listen all the way through. We hope that you really, really enjoy it. Get in touch with us. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook at Nerd of Godcast. Uh, also on Twitter at Nerd of Godcast. So real easy to find us. If you want to holler at us, just give us a shout at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado... We are going to introduce you to your crew. Once again, my name is Tony T. With me,
1: as always, is producer Steve-O. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm Steve-O. I'm born and raised in Orlando, and I, I really, really like movies. Movies are, are a passion of mine. I love watching them. I love critiquing them. I love reading about them. Uh, now, now let on- me jump
0: in right there, because yes. I have been told that your favorite movie is actually Gremlins Gremlins 2.
1: That's a very close second, but I'd have to say Back to the Future. Which,
0: does that mean that we cannot trust you? We, we take away all your credibility as far as your your love for films?
1: Absolutely not. No, I love, I love movies. It's one of the things that I'm known for is my love of movies. Gremlins 2 is a childhood favorite, but I do recognize how kind of terrible it is.
0: So you, you embrace the terrible.
1: Oh, I embrace all the terrible. All right. Well, we're
0: not here to hate. We're not here to throw rocks. Everybody has their guilty pleasure movies. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're so glad to have you with us. Okay. Uh, also with us, Player 3 tonight is going to be the lovely Tori Line. Tori, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, guys. I'm Tori. I'm from the lovely state of New Jersey. The
0: Garden State. The Garden State. If you will.
2: Our tomatoes are awesome. And whoever tells you differently is lying. Um, I draw stuff Man, a lot.
0: She's, she's, she just threw the gauntlet out right there. <laughs> she said, listen, I'm Tori, and if you talk smack about my tomatoes...
2: Only the tomatoes. We're
0: going to the squared circle. You
2: can badmouth the rest of New Jersey. Hey, just Jersey's don't
0: radishes me. suck. Say
2: something. <laughs> um, no, I draw stuff like all the time. Consistently, you That's are actually
0: doing. an art student, aren't you?
2: I am, sir. I am a digital art and design student at the lovely school of Full Sail University. Full
0: Sail, big fan of Full Sail. Lots of great people over there. Very I creative people. Yeah. It's good to have you. Uh, we know that you are with us uh, for a short time before you leave us to go back to the frozen wastelands of New Jersey. But short but sweet, right? Short kinda but like, well, just like, like you. Myself? That's right. Yeah. You are our favorite Jersey tomato. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the best thing I've heard today. <laughs>
0: Rounding out our Fantastic Four is the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. What's going on, Neff? Thanks for the full name drop there, Tony. No problem. Appreciate for that. For all the stalkers out there. <laughs> am, am I in trouble? Now no, now no one will have a hard time stealing your identity. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, hey, everybody. My name's Neff. Uh, I like all types of pop culture, movies, TV, music, literature. Literature. <laughs> literature.
0: What's the What is the the last uh, foray into literature you have uh, embarked upon?
3: Um, five people you meet in heaven was the last foray into literature. Is that Is that uh,
0: Mitch album? Mitch album. It very, is Mitch album. Very nice. We, uh, so. There's something something strange is happening over here in the booth right now. <laughs> I think Steven has a back scratching emergency.
1: <laughs> it, my my back itches pretty badly and I can't reach it. <laughs> It bothers me a lot, and, and the Jersey <laughs> Tomato is trying to help me. We have lost Tori, and I'm going to go ahead and put the kibosh on the Jersey Tomato nickname <laughs> because uh, uh, it's that kind of episode. Uh, well,
0: I just don't want to get sued by the Veggie tales people. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying. They will come hard. You know, you know, you never want to have Archibald Asparagus and his legal team knocking on your front door. What,
1: what, what do you think, Larry the Cucumber, would say if he heard this conversation?
0: I think he would say that God made you special and He loves, he loves you, very you very much. much. Very much. <laughs> that's right. That's what we learned today. Paradise. Well, fantastic. I guess that's us. Uh, again, my name is Tony T. I'm the youth, and college age, and life groups pastor at Sanctuary Church in Orlando, Florida. Uh, love nerd culture, grew up man on comic books, video games. Anytime. So we're going to uh, we're going to kick this off real quick with a, a segment that we call Versus Mode. And uh, Tori's going to introduce us to our game tonight.
2: All right, my friends. So tonight we're going to play the metagame. And- love the metagame. I am really terrible at this game, but I'm gonna be the judge because that's better. It's more up my alley. So I have given you all a stack of cards. I have them here. And it's just video games, and oh. so I'm going to ask you a question. We
0: can look at them, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, please. Peruse, <laughs> We've already all started get oh. to know
1: them. Except for you, too. We can look at them, right?
0: Yeah, I'm,
2: not lie. I'm very
1: happy with my cards. Thank you well, for this deal, Tori.
2: Oh, You're welcome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like ask you a question or or pose a topic, I guess. Category type thing? A category, yeah. And you're going to pick a card in yours, and when it's your turn, you're going to argue as to why your game is the best for the topic that I have posed to you. Okay. All right.
0: So if you say, like, which one is the most fun or something like that.
3: Exactly. You
2: have to, like, argue. You have to convince me that your game is the best. All right. How
3: much time do we have to do
0: this? Let's Uh just say...
2: We're just going to wing it. Yeah,
0: well, well that's going to be Tori's decision. When she grows weary of you, okay. she'll tell you to stop.
2: Fair enough. And I will be vocal. You'll know. All right. Um, all right. So, gentlemen. Lady. Your first uh, question. Okay. So, which is a better way to spend 10 years?
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: I'm going to specify in that, like, the character in, like, the game. Like, like the in the game. 10 years in that story. Like, what's a better way to spend 10 years in the story?
0: Okay, so not 10 years playing the game, no. but actually 10 years in that universe. Yeah.
2: Like, I thought about it, okay. and I'm like, yeah, but nah. Okay. Okay.
0: So. This is a tough one. I'm going to
3: challenge you. Man. Oh, I got mine.
0: Neff is Neph is ready to Neph's ride. Oh, yeah.
3: I got the cards were dealt just right.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, you meant, like, how long do you have to convince me?
0: Yes. Oh.
2: When is All the right. Timer? It'll be until, until I say.
0: Until she until she gets sick of you like talking. Code word, a secret
3: word. The password is like, cheese.
0: <laughs> the password is shut up. You're done.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so All right, everybody so ready? so,
0: which game universe would you rather? Would you like to spend ten years in? That's yes. the question. Exactly. All right. Uh, All right everyone so. has their card set aside, so we know you're mm-hmm. not gonna. Okay, yep. Steven's got his. Neff, I have got mine. Tori, are you kind of playing along too, even though you're judging?
2: I mean, I guess I could. Yeah, if I don't not? like anything. I could <laughs> choose own my own. Well, we
0: can, we can tell her that she's got that a good kind of choice. Game. I don't know. Just make the conversation. Hey, yeah. Tape All right. is free. Okay. All
2: right, Neff, you are like rare to go. So. Neff,
0: quick draw. Here, All right.
2: Here, go.
3: My answer is Minecraft. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. You get to build and break down as much as you want, you get to create as much as you want, and you, get, you can pretty much live pretty much what you do outside in real life you can do in this game so if you're gonna live that amount of time in a game
2: you only
0: ten years. Nef- <laughs> real- first, off, first off let's be honest how much time do any of us spend outside
3: okay that's, you can, well, that's why you can make a house in the game <laughs> <laughs> you can play video games inside the, it'd be the most meta game and the this game is called the meta game oh, snap.
0: You, you don't it's think well neff on- that you would go insane after 10 years of not seeing anything round
2: <laughs> i would i'm sure i would
1: kill for a circle
0: <laughs> what about pancakes what about pancake day Neff? and don't tell me i'm getting a cube pancake no, that's a waffle, a cube that's, yeah, that's, a waffle that's a that's waffle
2: that's kind of a waffle <laughs>
0: awful it won't Ooh. cook all the way through i'm telling you
2: true all right. all right
0: very good minecraft
2: minecraft i hear you all right we're just gonna go minecraft we're, all right steven
1: you can call me steve tori okay okay all, all right steve I may have made the wrong choice here. <laughs> but I'm gonna stick with my answer. Don't okay. backpedal in now, pal. Done yeah, goofed. no,
2: no, that's that's like the number one thing you don't do in an argument.
1: So, I mean, I'm gonna convince you. Start.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, because yeah. Steve, I'm Steven's so. leading off with, I chose poorly. <laughs>
2: but you know. But
1: gonna... just so you know, when I win this one, you'll know that <laughs> oh. I, I had to come back oh. from wow. behind. Somebody shots be fired this young man like Batman the Dark Knight Rises. Okay. I chose Parappa the Rapper. Ten years. Ten years. (laughs) Ten years
3: of rap of the rap.
1: Because you get to help people. You get to talk to lunch ladies. But the entire time, you just get to rap. (laughs) Who else would not want to spend ten years rapping? I know a lot of people made a bunch of money doing that.
3: Steven, if we're talking about gameplay solely alone, I don't think people want to be playing ten years of pressing X. you got to be as the
1: character. Bro, if I have
0: to spend ten years kick, punch, duck, chop, block, I think I'm probably going to. I'm going to fire that. I'm going to duck in front of an oncoming bus.
2: Listen,
1: if you don't think that this can happen, you just got to believe. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, groan. That's the the tagline. The, tag <laughs> the line, collective the groan. Thing from
0: the game. Clearly you are referencing a game that Tori has no previous knowledge. Have to that's play to the, of the you kind of <laughs> have to play to the... That's of the rap. S- you kind of
2: have to play to the... Speaking
0: of playing to the judge, I'd okay. like to submit for my answer, oh, Animal Crossing. Oh, 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 no. That's not oh, fair. <laughs> that is not fair. Animal Crossing. Give him the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've actually... I I went to youth camp this summer, and I... Ha- I, I have not played Animal Crossing since I went to youth camp. so i'm <gasps> I'm from the beginning of June. Now, uh, I'm a couple months behind where this thing used to be almost every couple of hours I needed to go in. I'm the mayor of this town and the poor people in my town haven't seen me since June, but uh, there's so much to do in Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, I really, really enjoy it. I enjoy the mobile aspect of it, um, but you know, you can do anything from relaxation, fishing, you go on the island, you're catching bugs, you're collecting artwork, you're helping people out, you're decorating your house. Um, it's a little slice of heaven if I, if I don't say so myself. If I do say so myself, wh- however that <laughs> colloquialism goes. If I do say
2: a, so myself. If I do, don't say. It's if a I do, don't of, say. Wait,
3: but it's a slice of heaven if you don't mind having debt the whole game.
0: Oh, listen, bro, not what? me. Whoa! Because I bring Whoa. my perfect oranges to Tori's town. It's true. And I sell we them for the bank, do work bro. In tandem. People in my town come to me.
2: It's,
3: yeah. it's
0: like the biblical promise. You know, you shall, you shall be a lender and not a borrower. That's me, buddy, in my town.
3: I find it kind of interesting how you're the one who dealt the cards.
2: Actually, I got to pick who got she them. And I did not what? look at any of so, them. I only looked at mine because I,
0: I, I do care. not appreciate your encroachment upon my integrity, sir.
2: Um I'm gonna I'm I'm sorry, Neff. I'm gonna it's have okay. to give this one to Tony because he totally played to the, oh, to the dungeon know. master, the DM here. That's
1: why I lost Neff, because my pick was terrible.
2: I'm did sorry, I? your pick no, was no, really Steven, bad. Steven I'm a big
0: Parappa the Rappa fan. I, I am a really I'm gonna tell you my the license plate on my car is a is a vanity plate. Saying you gotta believe, so I'm a huge Parappa the Rapper fan, but uh, I would have gone with Animal Crossing there too. Clearly, I would have
1: gone with Animal
2: Crossing
0: as well. Minecraft, Minecraft was a close because I probably
2: spent like at least a month's worth of playing in that game. Sure, like, but I mean.
0: We can all agree nobody wants to live in Call of Duty for ten years. Oh, that's absolutely. Not. No. That is that's a you stress level. You just respawn level. everywhere. That's
3: the worst. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Who, who wants
0: that? Go ahead and, and follow us on Twitter and and you contribute your voice to the conversation. We'll create a clever hashtag for it or something. Like that. Let's call it let's call it versus Nog. V S Nog. And what was
3: that Twitter uh, handle uh, by that the Twitter
0: way? Twitter handle is at Nerd of Godcast, one word. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, moving right along, right. we got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Uh, our theme for for tonight's uh, idea is redemption. That's what we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes. But before we do, I want to talk about uh, a studio that was trying to redeem a movie franchise. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, uh, the Fox studio took their own uh, unique offshoot of the Marvel Universe and they created a movie called The Fantastic Four. Yeah, uh, you guys might yes. remember that with Jessica Alba and a bunch of other forgettable characters. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Uh, Chris I Evans. I, I didn't I, hate that movie. I've not heard of him.
3: The Has he been in anything else? He's been in a couple <laughs> things. A little a couple independent the movies. The guy from The Shield.
0: The Shield. I forgot his what? name. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, the big bald dude. Clark Gregg.
1: Yes, Clark, Clark Gregg. Oh, he's
0: from The Shield, right? I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Sure. I don't know name. that name is very well. But he was in there.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was an okay movie. I I don't know that, that it got all the the the. Are we hate. talking
1: about the two thousand five? We are one?
0: talking about the original the okay. fa- n- the original two thousands Fantastic Four movies, not the nineteen ninety four Roger Corman debacle. Uh, but I've no, seen that one. yeah we uh, we were talking about the, it wasn't it wasn't. Awful, awful, awful. I think people really, really hated on it. Uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer was its sequel. Uh, it was pretty cheesy. The Galactus uh, Cloud. I, I think they got I think they got some of the, the, the issues better in that movie. They got some of the pacing a little bit better, some of the relationships between the characters. I wasn't a fan of a couple of things that happened in that movie. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I, there was an eight-year-old inside of me that really, really enjoyed seeing Dr. Doom riding on the Silver Surfer surfboard. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, as a as a kid I loved having any action figure I could have on some kind of flying board device. Did
1: that happen in the movie? I, oh. I believe it did. I do I do not remember. There was a that lot of things that
0: happened in that movie that you have blocked out. Do you remember when uh I think it was the human torch got like the thing's powers and Nope.
2: And, oh yeah, and, and, like, he I saw and, the
1: movie. I saw it in theaters.
2: Yeah, they crossed over. I think they at crossed
0: at over powers. At the end of the movie, I think the whole thing was saved because Human Torch like took all of their powers and went and fought against Doctor Doom. Yeah, I don't Oh, yeah, something something that's like that, right. Yeah, but there was definitely I a Galactus cloud. It was a Galactus okay. cloud for sure. Uh, so, but we have we have left that in the uh, in in the past. We've left that in the annals of our forgotten memories of terrible superhero movies and we have new superhero movies that are terrible we can talk about <laughs> uh, a, a little while ago today uh, the the fantastic four uh, movie 2015 uh, has been released
2: 10 years later 10
0: yeah uh, some some uh, nearly a decade later uh, we have gone to see this movie today uh, several of us tori couldn't make it because she's too busy
2: i was at the mall
0: what? We were at the mall well, You're at the mall. watching mall? Fantastic Four.
2: Oh, different mall. Okay. Yes. Different mall, mall.
0: How do you know it was a different mall?
2: Because I don't think there's a theater at the Millennium Mall.
0: There is not. Because okay. they're too there. classy well for that. Played.
2: Yeah, I always go, and I feel like I'm underdressed. Like, I'm not I'm not rich enough. To Tori, like, you're
0: underdressed for this podcast right now. I, and, I go, and, and I feel like I'm it because I'm not wearing <laughs>
2: shoes? Is <laughs> Pro- that why?
0: Probably because you're not wearing shoes. <laughs> I'm not wearing I mean, shoes. she has shoes, but she's I, just I, not wearing the my shoes. My
2: teachers get upset with me because I don't wear shoes
0: Tori's my favorite little caveman. So, have, like, so thank you. <laughs> so, yeah So Neff and I, uh, along with Stevo,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> went to go
0: see the uh, the Fantastic Four movie today. and immediately upon the movie ending, first credits begin showing. Uh, I, I silenced everyone and I said, don't say anything. We'll talk about it tonight when we record. So That really are. confused the guy in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> was that the he guy that was snoring the entire I movie? I it was. <laughs> There's a guy that Home fell asleep
1: <laughs> there was in the middle of the
0: Home movie. Boy about fell about three quarters of the way through the movie, I look over at Steven and I see Neff giggling behind him and, and it just. <laughs> I'm like, is there a Sith Lord in here? <laughs> Don't worry, we'll we'll is get to that. Is someone in an iron lung? What is happening?
3: That's a pretty good, accurate representation of how the movie was.
0: This guy was snoring. Okay, so so Neff, you start us out then. What's, oh, your, what's your take on the movie?
3: My goodness, this was one of the worst mo- s- superhero movies I've ever seen, and I've seen Green Lantern. Ooh, okay. <laughs> now is wow. that biased because you love Green Lantern? I love Green you're Lantern. Going, the you're character, going for the but, easy hit there, man. But, the low hanging
0: fruit. Well, huh? that's the low
3: hanging fruit. This one fell on the ground. <laughs> Okay. This one was, I was so bored during the whole movie. I was so disappointed, and the jokes were falling so flat. I, like I was the only one laughing at the jokes, but even then, I wasn't like laugh out loud jokes like you see in like the Marvel
0: Cinematic Universe movies. Yeah, now yeah yeah, you will laugh. Uh, full disclosure, at anything.
3: Exactly. Uh, if I see a, a little joke, I'll be like, okay, good job. That was a nice little yeah, joke.
0: Neff Neff will sometimes laugh and pump his fist uh, at things that aren't even fun, like the Coca Cola ads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> say, popcorn, and then pump his fist. Ah. Like, yeah, popcorn. <laughs> He's very easily entertained. <laughs> but,
3: uh, yeah, it was it was a rough, like, I liked some of the parts. Are re- can we put out a spoiler alert? Uh, well,
0: well, let's let's try to avoid spoilers for the moment. Okay, well, there was, okay.
3: a, there was a part. We, we all know Dr. Doom's in the movie, at least. What? But,
2: I didn't. Okay, but it's in the trailer. I
3: just,
0: just saw that real movie. quick, because I didn't see him.
1: Hold I don't I remember the, the movie, and I just saw it.
0: I saw some guy who looked like a silver lizard in the movie. Was that supposed to be Dr. Doom? You guys think. Is this a burn? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a yes, little bit it, of a yes, burn. It was. Oh. it was. He was a guy with gling, gr- green glowing eyes and no mouth. Yes, that was very... And his
3: brow wasn't even furrowed. It was like a smooth furrowed. eyebrow. Furrowed. <laughs> was it was weird. like wide... Well, that's
0: it. He had baby I, I eyes. I should have asked for my money back. Excuse me, I need my money back for this ticket. That Dr. Doom had an unfurrowed brow.
3: It was just... I mean, he had a cool part, and then right after that, it was just the fight was just, you know... When you get when you when you go to a, a a superhero movie, you expect to see a lot of action. I think this movie didn't have enough action leading up, like the second or the. I guess if you put it in a three act scenario, this one, the third act was all the action. Everything else was left just. All backstory, and it, it just took too long for me to get that backstory rolling.
0: Steven, what do you, what do you I think? I, I actually agree with you there, Neff. I, I I feel like we it, we were watching a long first act. Yeah, of so kind of
2: like the three Hobbit films.
0: Ooh, Ooh I, I don't That's I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that it quite <laughs> translates to that because at no. least the Hobbit films were going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen, what, what's your
1: thought on it, man? Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I did like about it first. Um, it won't take that long. Um, It was really, really well shot. I thought some of the cinematography and it was really good. I like the color schemes that they were going for. Uh, That's just the technical part that I paid attention to because the story was terrible. It just... Mm. I just didn't think it was very good at all. Whoever played Sue Storm was... Her acting was... Awful. Can I ask you a question?
0: Was she going for an accent in the movie? I kept picking up like this weird. I don't know. Is it there or isn't it there? Accent. She, but the but what I was, was going to say thing with Victor Von Doom. That's
1: what I was. I was so like they obviously from, they they mentioned that he's from Latveria. somewhere else. He's from yeah.
0: Latveria, which is uh, like what Eastern that's, Eastern European. And, the, but yeah, this guy and, had and and no she was from What? Chechnya or something? Like
3: I don't. That? Yeah. Croatia? I don't know. And she brings it was, up a little accent at one point. But she, that. Just it
1: did just sound, yeah, it was a, it was a joke thing. I didn't really. It fell flat again. I just thought her. I just thought her acting was that very good. Miles Teller, I love him as an actor. He didn't do that great at all. I mean, you, you know who I was really
0: impressed by, and and he was the one that everybody crapped on at the beginning. Uh, Michael, B. Michael Jordan. B. Jordan. Yeah, yes.
1: he, he it, was the best. And it, it, to be honest, I didn't really think he was that great, but he was he the best great. part of the 4 I'll tell you, he yeah. was—he
0: was sort of the hamburger helper of, of this movie. You know, he was. <laughs> somebody gave him a chicken poop and told him to make it into chicken salad. He was working uh, with something that wasn't really there, but bringing uh, even just in his body language in the in the scenes where they did the mocap for him as as Human Torch, uh, I thought that he brought uh, a, a real charisma to the role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see his character brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yes. I thought he was fantastic as the Human Torch.
1: Whenever I watch a movie, the first thing I do is I go to the IMDb trivia part of it, just to learn a little bit more about the movie. And as I'm reading the IMDb trivia, the girl who played Sue Storm, whose name escapes me right now, she was saying in an interview, I guess is what it said on the the trivia page, that she had approached the studio and the writers, to see if she can get some source material, some Fantastic Four comic books. And they told her, you don't need to worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty uh, pretty bad sign. And I realized that that was the problem. Now, there are some things that I thought were okay, like when they kind of show them, getting their powers so to speak, it kind of gives you a reason why they have those powers. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. They didn't do that in the first movie. That just part like, was a little oh radiation and for some reason you turn into a big rock now, thing.
0: Now, now I mean I want to be I wanna go and, and give the other side of this. The thing that you just referenced saying in the first movie there was some radiation and whatever they got their powers. That is their origin story. Yeah. There there's really nothing else to it. Uh, and and that's why you don't have much to work with. Let let me let me throw a couple other things and we'll see which one slides down the wall first. Mm-hmm. How would you put it in comparison to uh, Green Lantern?
1: I did not see Green Lantern.
3: I'm putting it under Green Lantern, and that's not even from a biased opinion. That's just because I I could watch I watched Green Lantern before I became a Green Lantern fan, and I was in I, I was in, like I was paying attention to the whole movie. This movie, there was a couple times when I zoned out because I was just really bored with what was going on.
0: I would do this, and, and I went in, I'm not going to lie, I went in with my humorous tweets already in mind about, congratulations, Green Lantern, you're you're no longer at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but in watching the movie, I, I said, you know what, I, I never got frustrated with the movie. I never said, ooh, that was really stupid and bad. Even in, in some of the green screen over CGI scenes, it, it wasn't too bad. Steven, you said it was it was well done as a movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Josh Trank, the director, uh, really got aggressive in his defensiveness of the movie. I would have loved to have seen his original vision yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and see what, what he alleges uh, was was his idea for the movie. But as it stands, I don't think it was a terrible, awful movie. Now, maybe that was them trying to save a very, very bad vision, and a very bad concept. I, I, I don't know. We'll never know. Mm. Uh, but I think that what we can agree on is this movie is universally being panned. Uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. How would you put it up against Wolverine? Mm.
1: That's a that's a toughie
0: because they, they
3: did Deadpool so wrong.
1: They did do Deadpools so wrong. Did him so wrong in that movie. I would have to put Wolverine beneath this one. Like I said, I didn't absolutely hate it. It's just more I was. I already had low expectations, and it didn't raise them. So I think I'm kind of hating on it a little bit arbitrarily. But, uh, but I would I would put this above, like in goodness, I guess you could say above. X Men Origins Wolverine. Like the, the the main thing that bothered me about this movie was the acting and the writing. Uh, there was a lot of like really I think bad jokes. There were a couple things that I thought they did really well with the writing, like how Thing comes up with how he says clobbering time. I'm not going to go into that, but I liked how they how they handled that. I thought I thought that was like an origin to something that's just kind of there.
0: Yeah. See, to me now, I thought that that was a little bit of a. Let's just add some faux emotional depth, and that was something that I that I did have a problem with. The movie was it, they they were they kept throwing things in there. Again, show don't tell should be yeah. your policy. As as and, and hey, how do we know that Sue Storm is has some emotional depth? Or she, well, because she says I'm listening to Portishead. You know, it's like I'm I'm gonna put out there uh, something that that makes me seem uh, aloof, intelligent, elite. You know, there's different things like that in the movie that. I, I want to know why uh, Dan Castellaneta, as mm. as his teacher hated Reed Richards so much uh, a kid that shows like I- I ingenuity uh, you know that he shows some some uh, desire to learn and to, to exceed. And, and definite genius. And I would oh, like yeah. to know, I would really, really like to know why he was his 8th grade teacher and his high school teacher fifth as well. 5th grade oh, teacher. 5th grade teacher. And high school and teacher. High school teacher <laughs> and high school teacher as well.
3: His senior, I think it was a senior because like at that point he was a, he was like what, 10 years later afterwards. Yeah, it was, was a seven, seven, 7 years, years later. later. So, so it
0: would seven, have been 5th right. grade to yeah. 12th yeah. grade. So, so yeah. I'm like really curious as to what this guy's deal is. Um, He's but,
1: following him just to but, hate on him.
0: But they they created circumstances that felt very artificial to to make it say oh hey you know look at how the angst that these young people feel uh, and, and of course you know you have the, the Johnny Storm uh, he's a, a kind of a reject from the Fast and Furious pool uh, of course <laughs> yeah. you have yeah. with, with the uh with the did you guys catch the little Super Mario Brothers fire flower hanging from his rearview mirror No I oh, didn't no. Yeah I, cool. I made a note of that I'm like yeah they have definitely got a fire flower hanging from his rearview mirror That's cool that's Is it cool or does it well, It's kind of it's kind it, of so
1: like in the first Transformers movie where that you see the 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 Volkswagen Beetle, or when he first gets his Camaro, there's a little bee hanging from it. Like, little things like that make me, it's like a, a nod. It's a subtle nod where you don't have to come out and say, hey, look at this thing here. It's just it's subtlety. I like subtlety sometimes. Uh, so the real
0: question of the day is, is it better than Catwoman?
1: Oh, oh absolutely. Goodness. Absolutely. Neff, if you say that it's not better than Catwoman, I Catwoman? may have to smack you. I don't even know. Catwoman how, was terrible.
3: Catwoman was so bad that I don't even know if I would consider that a cat Catwoman. Movie. Catwoman <laughs> that was bad. Catwoman, uh, yeah, that's, that's Catwoman enough, makes
1: okay. Batman and Robin look like the Dark Knight.
3: Okay, Catwoman <laughs> is the worst.
1: Well, wait Not a saying second, that man, Batman man. and Robin is even close mm-hmm. to the Dark Knight at all. That's
3: that's
0: I'm even even just saying that's how bad Catwoman is. I don't even have the emotional wherewithal to address that statement. I don't I, I don't even know.
1: I mean, I know I just probably just spoke some... Weird evilness by I comparing just, Batman and Robin. Just, to the I think just slipping them, I them up a by bit. mentioning both of those movies <laughs> in the bit. same
0: sentence. I'm good if, you know, uh, seriously, if you if you threw in like Rise of the Silver Surfer, I think Beetlejuice would appear right now. Spider-Man it's, Three. If you if you said Electra or it's Spider-Man or, Three or is or steel. not as bad as I think people remember. But movies ago. when you put those things out there, and these are these are studio movies, when you when mm-hmm. you put them out there, I, I think that Fantastic Four. It, it it doesn't show up. At, at Rotten Tomatoes has it at nine percent. I don't think it's a nine percent movie. Uh, I think it might be a sixty percent movie, which is still not great. But I don't know that it deserves the hate. So, uh, all right. Well, that's that's our our review. Take it or leave it. Do do you do you recommend people see it, uh, wait for a video, or skip it? Red box it.
1: If you want to see it in theater, I wouldn't rush out to it, but I would probably wait for Netflix.
0: I will tell you this. We Ooh, went Netflix, we yeah. went to see it on a Saturday at the mall and there were plenty of seats. The day so after. The day after the second appeared. day. So uh, so you can come and you can spread out. So yeah. wear some comfy pants and Or take a nap. Or take a nap. Like like, like, our, like our friend Rachel. in but, the but front row did.
2: I don't have to I don't want to pay you to take a nap.
0: Uh, that's a good point. Darling, what do you mean? that's because you're not over 30. It's
3: got ambiance.
0: I will. I would gladly pay to take a nap.
2: Well,
3: no, all right. If you have trouble going to sleep, this is the movie for
0: you.
2: <laughs> that's unfortunate.
0: If you have insomnia. That's right. <laughs> the, the, the
3: Insomniac's Delight.
0: The Fantastic Four, battle your attention span. Um. <laughs> Moving right right along. moving on, guys. So we have a a new segment on the show because all segments on the show are new. This is a segment that we're going to call the House of Ideas. So I'm going to put five minutes on the clock. I'm going to give you a setup, and we're going to see if you guys can come up with an idea and pitch me uh, a project here. Uh, Today we're crossing over the ideas of Christianity and video games. Uh, now, historically, there have been a, a few forays into religious subject matter in Christian video games. I, I remember a few years ago, I saw this in a, in a clearance bin at a, at a Christian bookstore. They had a video game based on the Left Behind series. Uh, ha- have you seen this? Oh, yeah. and, and I'm not sure if it was sort of like a Command and Conquer type game or, or um, if it, what, exactly what kind of game it was. But I saw that they actually gave you the option to choose whether you were going to fight as the tribulation force or the global community, the armies of the Antichrist. I'm play as Nicholas so, Cage. I feel like maybe that, though, this was pre Nicholas Cage <laughs> left behind. I don't even think they had the license to Kirk Cameron. Oh, no, I've uh, been left behind. Was that your Nicholas Cage? Keep working he's, on that. It was a rough draft. I'm Keep working on that. It was a sketch. It was merely a sketch. <laughs> I'm more like a Bible protector. I, well, I really feel like I'm in the room <laughs> with Nick Cage right now. It's like, <laughs> it's like dueling cages. All so right,
2: guys.
0: Can someone let me out of this cage? <laughs> Uh, please, let me out.
3: Uh, out. Scraping at the door.
1: Okay, back to the what Anyhow, you're talking about. So
0: what I want you to do is I want you to come up with a Christian video game that would work, that would be fun to play. In tandem,
1: uh, all three of us.
0: In tandem, this is teamwork. All right, guys. Uh, I want you guys to come up with a with a the the genre of video game, come up with your subject material, and tell me what kind of game you guys would do. Uh, five minutes are on the clock, and. Go. All right, guys. Tori, you look
1: like you want to say something.
2: Okay, so hear me out, right? Okay, right. so, you know, Assassin's Creed is, is great and all people love it. Yes. It's, like, strat- strategic and, like, action and all. Yes. So, and you know how, like, David's Mighty Men of Valor were, like, awesome and how they did their Valor things? Yes. And I'm thinking, like, if you made, like, an Assassin's Creed style game featuring David's Mighty Men of Valor and, like, the Old Testament was was gruesome well, and what scary. What about what about like, like the judges? That like, would get like Samson, also, yeah, or Gideon, or that Deborah. That would be awesome. Like if you uh, made games, the out Mighty of Men like, of
0: Valor. Th- if though, if you're going like into the Chronicles, there you could follow a lion into a cave on a snowy day. Just saying. That's the we, DLC though. You don't okay. start out with. I was it. gonna
3: say we could like, make a DLC for like. It Samson doesn't. Or something. It doesn't have to be, be campy.
2: Cool. It can be like cool, right? And action packed because the Old Testament for sure was action packed. Yeah. And I'm just saying that's an option. Just throwing like that, that out option there. <laughs> well,
1: see, my, I don't know why this was what first came into my man, my mind. It's got five minutes, guys. But what about what about like how it would look like in my mind? It could before you said the whole you know, cool. Assassin's Creed thing. It was like a watercolor type looking thing. Like That'd I don't be know. Cool. Like, like, yeah, like, simp- like like like, 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 like simple. Parchment. Like simple. Like did you guys have you guys ever seen or played the game Unfinished Swan?
3: That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about. Like, like the about. the, the really art in then.
1: that game, I thought was really cool. And it. there was and there was like, so like you can almost like play through the Bible, but like you're you're going through some of the more interesting things, like the David's mighty men of valor. Right. So, so maybe so even we're like
0: skipping the book of Numbers. Is that what you're exactly. saying?
1: Leviticus might you might could have pop in there for a few minutes, but sure.
0: <laughs> is there a level where you don't eat bacon? Is that what we're going <laughs> for? <laughs> it's just all the, of the, the, the pork,
1: bacon
3: or not bacon. X to eat the bacon. But
1: it'd be cool. You can do like the. Did you say X and B? Sorry, I. Are we have playing X- this on the Xbox? I have an Xbox 360. I'm sorry, so I'm, I'm, so I'm used partial to, that. to the PlayStation. It's X gonna and be like square, square and or circle, circle. Okay. <laughs> but I, I just think it'd be kind of cool. You kind of have like a simplistic art style to it because I, I believe that art is really important to a game too, and not just oh, story, yeah. but also, I mean, gameplay. But art is really, really cool. I, the games I remember. You guys didn't see this, but a high five just happened <laughs> between Steven and Tori. Yes. But it was. But the games that I remember that aren't great stories or great games. I also remember good artwork, and that's why, like, the game uh, Brave, even though it was very simple, I really appreciated the artwork in that. Braid. Braid. I always get a confused. Ooh, Braid. With it. That's braid, Brave. It's <laughs> in my mind. I'm going to change my fate. I
2: want to change your fate. You could change your fate, would you?
3: Don't you dare let us lose another arrow. All
0: right, we <laughs> okay. Well, okay, so. Welcome to the Nerd of
1: Godcast. What if it's me. not
0: Scottish? It's crap. <laughs> All right.
1: right. Uh, Tony, what's our time looking? Like,
0: uh, I, I don't can even I, know. What, so, do you have an idea?
1: Can I put my two cents in real quick? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, got two minutes Go left. Okay, we got okay, we two minutes.
3: Okay. So, what I think we should we got to make sure the controls are down. So, what are the what does each control
1: do? What, what what's your game plan? Well, like? I, I was gonna say, say, totally say I don't we think happen. we need to get like, that far. D- we're literally putting the cart before the horse here. All right, well, what, that, what was it, my, that
3: was my two cents. As the game guys, is the way, you, had the, what art, does you had the story, button. I was like, what well, about well, the controller? What, type, what
1: kind of game is it going to be? Because there's games where you're almost we like... Said
3: Assassin's Creed, right? Something like that? Yeah, so I mean, Assa-
1: Assassin's, Creed, Assassin's Creed, but you also got some games like, uh, it was Rockstar, was it the Rockstar they did? They came out with those like uh, Heavy Rain or L.A. Noir, mm-hmm. where it was more like you are playing a movie and very little controls Rock, so i know yeah, you don't I like know, those stories. Yeah. but it, you if i want
2: to s- watch a movie i'm gonna go watch a movie if i want to mm-hmm. play a game i'm gonna go play a game now let me jump like- in on that all right <laughs>
0: video games as art when you look at a game like like heavy rain or, or something along that line uh you, you really have to appreciate that what they do and they develop a level of interactivity mm-hmm. that connects the player to their virtual world
2: I, w- I will give you that one but i i like i don't know to, to me, a movie is, is, is a story being told to me, and a game is I am, like, part of the story. Like, I'm, I'm less third person, more, like, in it.
0: So how do you create a, a game that has a biblical worldview where you get to be part of the story, but you don't change? The story. Th- th- there's a predetermined outcome. Uh, let's just say that you you play as a, a person in Jesus's entourage. Can you stop him from being crucified? Uh, okay. You know you, you don't you know this you don't really like
3: a, want to. What uh, if it uh, sounds like a mini game type w- game? W- where what you just what play if mini games.
1: Uh, almost like there's a show that came out a few years ago called Kings, that was I believe sort of like kind of like a parable type thing of the story of David. And you what if you did something like that where like you're playing a game that has this the biblical story whether or not you actually say oh, this is King David and this is King Saul. What have that you would be interesting. but you kind of but you kind of let them him go throughout the game and then as the game progresses, you f- see the Christian value or the Old Testament value or the God value into it that, okay. that's your time right there so you're talking about something
0: then that has a, a symbol uh, it's it's more of a symbolic representation of that story like kinda a modern like, like interpretation narnia. of it it can be yes. like a, like a narnia like, a narnia like wolf among thing. us how how well,
3: like, like I'll just but, retract that statement.
0: Okay. So so Tori has come up with a Mighty Men of Valor Assassin's Creed game.
2: Someone once pointed out to me that, that the old parts of the Old Testament were, like, super action-packed, and there was a lot of battles going on. And Who that's... would
0: you want to play as if you're playing an Old Testament
1: action game? Samson.
2: I would want to be David. Yeah, but you'd
1: die. I would say... Samson's I would cool say, uh, was it Gideon that killed Gideon a bunch of people? Cool. with the No, Samson no, had, the, had the the jawbone of a donkey. That's what I'm. Samson saying. had the jawbone of a donkey, right? Samson. Yeah. Okay, yes. I get Samson and Gideon. Samson. But Gideon was pretty bad to the bone too. I really, yeah. I really. Yeah, but Gideon,
0: Gideon, like, okay, Gideon if, if you're anything, playing as Samson. Like uh, this is my, my thought. It, okay, so we're talking about like video game genres. If you're playing as Samson and you're in a video game, uh, you're playing sort of a, a Dynasty Warriors type game. You've got just like... Yeah. Or maybe like yeah. an, an Arkham type <laughs> game where you've just got throngs of villains kind of... Okay, so we're putting yeah. Samson in, in an Arkham City kind of game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's what we're seeing there. And
3: but, his weapon is the, <laughs> is the Jumbo. But if you're, you're looking donkey. at
0: Gideon... Now, Gideon's in Metal Gear. That's that's Gideon's type game because, you know, he's got a lot of sneaking. He's got torches and, mm. and jugs. Uh, and, and that's where... That's that's where he's at. I mean, he's the stealth, he's the Gideon stealth had part. a different sort of vibe there
1: too. I mean, you also have you could do like the life of David, but there's so much that David went through. You have the Goliath. You have you, well, you can just start think off about the this. tutorial mode. The story mode in David's game is a boss battle. Exactly, I mean, that would like, entire, be that's, so cool. that's like you, it opens up with a boss battle. I, I, it's like it opens Shadow up with Colossus. you. It opens up with you having oh, to fight a lion to sh- nice. save your sheep. Like that would be. Like and, and if that's that, your tutorial, think, that's it's a you, tutorial. Yeah. Is, is fighting a sheep and fighting a bear, and then you go fight into how to and fight then, a giant. Hey, and then you know Punch you got
0: you got Saul. He's going crazy. <laughs> he wants to throw a spear at you. So you got a music mini game.
2: Dude, yes, like like the aerial level of Kingdom Hearts, oh only, only not goodness. as horrible.
0: Now, now what as I want to know. I swear, if I'm, gonna, if I'm playing my David game and someone makes me build a gummy ship, <laughs> I'm throwing my controller. <laughs> now, what I want to know is if you're, you're going to have full.
1: the scene where you walk up to Saul when he's using the bathroom, and you just kind of cut the thing yes, off his garment. That's like
2: the Assassin's Creed aspect. You it's just like, like, hey, look around. at this. And I could have
1: gotten you, but I didn't. Dude,
2: but David did so many bad to the bone things when he was running from Saul, and like I don't, I think that would make a really interesting. I want like, this video game campaign. I think that would be Somebody awesome. Now hold on, now, there,
0: now there's some stuff in David's life that's going to make this game rated M for mature.
2: Yeah, we're not going to go through Bathsheba, Bathsheba and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe I don't even know how you would handle that. That's that's later, it's get, different meeting Let's get THQ down on this production. The, that's, pipe. The,
3: that's the DLC right
2: yeah, there. Yeah, that's the DLC.
3: Let's get let's get A-ten THQ on this
1: game. game. Telltale, Telltale can make this okay. game.
0: Well, enjoyed. now what about a Bible Telltale game?
1: Exactly,
0: See,
3: Wolf Among Us wasn't so bad, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of Back to the Future. Of the
0: okay. Game. Back <laughs> to the Future of the game was terrible, Steve. It was not
1: terrible. The Walking Did you finish Dead. It?
0: No, because Did it was terrible. No, I, like I love that need game. Need it's to. my only Platinum. If, trophy if you made me game. a sandwich and I didn't finish it, I promise you, it's because your sandwich is terrible. It boom, was not. It was sucker. not terrible. The
1: Walking no, Dead
3: though is one of the best story things. So if you have a good story, which we do, obviously, I,
0: I didn't play that because I'm a Christian. Yep.
3: Jeez, that's <laughs> the Jesus Juke at its full effect. That,
0: that was a ju- <laughs> Jesus Juke over nine thousand. Broke my ankles. Do you guys like The Walking
2: Dead?
1: Please do not turn us off.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I
1: don't I, like you know, I way. know a
0: lot of people like The Walking Dead. It's not really my my cup of tea. I'm not, not I'm either. not a fan of uh, dead things, Mikey. Dead things.
2: And uh, like it's kind of a soap opera with zombies. And, am I right? Am I wrong? That's like wrestling. Like is like, like what a is. soap opera
3: with wrestling. Right.
0: Listen up, uh, uh, brother. I, I
2: just yeah.
0: But anyway, so I think, I think that we have agreed. Somebody out there uh, needs to make a David game Dude, and send us a copy. That would
2: be so. If somebody mad. actually makes that, we'll make
0: just it. make a game. We'll call it Kings. Uh, NBC yes, won't sue us for sure. And oh, then the sequel, sure.
1: we can have Second Kings.
0: That's right. It's hey. just like Kings 2, but you put the two at the at the beginning. Exactly. Go.
1: And
3: if somebody actually does make one of those games, please send us a copy.
0: We will gladly test it. But one of the great themes, I think, about about <laughs> David's story, uh, because you have two contrasting characters in David's story that I think would be really, really nice, is the David and Saul and, and how they mm-hmm. kind of represent two different paradigms of, of king there. And, and David, the Bible says, is a man after God's own heart. David is a guy who over and over and over again seeks to put God first, and yet there's those moments in his story where he fails, where he, he falls way short. Um, you know, even, even in the moment where he, when he uh, cuts the, the robe of Saul. Uh, and certainly in the moment when he uh, basically abducts Bathsheba and then has her husband killed. Um, so David is, a, is definitely a heroic character in the Bible, but he's not one without his faults. And I think that that's one of the great themes it is encouraging it's one of the great themes that we see in the bible again and again is the theme of redemption and that's what we're talking about tonight the 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 hub of our show is redemption um <laughs> what what do you guys think of when when i say redemption what's something that that jumps out at you that you say redemption means this to me
3: it's kind of like a comeback like you you've done something wrong but then you do something like an act or you you do something that like like i don't know it makes you Come back up in your level of try not to use redeem. okayness
2: know,
0: so redemption is redeeming <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm no, I'm trying so hard to just dodge that word
2: forgiveness jumps out to me mm. I think uh, quite a like first
0: very nice unpack that statement
2: um I feel like in order to redeem yourself it doesn't it doesn't matter if the other person doesn't forgive you, like you can do all you want, but if you don't receive that, that okay, that, that acceptance, that forgiveness from whoever it is you're redeeming yourself to, I guess. Hmm. Then I, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Like I don't know, I think I feel like because like to what's the opposite of redeemed? Unredeemed? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Like Not if, if you're if you're down and out, like if you screwed up and now you have to redeem yourself, it generally Shamed. means you, you wronged someone or, or you, you did something wrong or you offended or whatever. And so, in order to make your make it up to that person, you have to redeem yourself, hmm. and it, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything if, if if they don't forgive you, like if they don't see what you did. And you.
1: What do you think, Steve-o? Uh, I kind of agree a little bit with an F minus the redeeming, um, like using the hey. word uh. using the word redemption not, without the redemption. Not, no, not like that. But like kind of like a comeback, like you were one way, and then you know once you're redeemed, you're gonna be another way, or. And another way that I think about it is kind of like with like a, like almost like you pre order a game. Like you're, you, something is, you are set aside uh, for a per- Like your purchase set aside uh, oh, to okay. be, to be taken later. All
2: right. Yeah. Uh, like that, I, like that always,
1: that. exactly. Like you redeem a copy. Like I have, I have my receipt here to redeem for what right. I want, for what I paid for. Okay. That, that's another thing that comes to mind as well. Yeah, I
0: think that when you, when you look in the Bible, especially in the New Testament, that that's, that's exactly what the word r- redeem means. Uh, Colossians 1.14 way. says, in whom we have redemption through his blood. And that word re- redemption um, it comes from the Greek word, which is?
2: Strong's G, 629, apolutrosis. Apolutrosis.
0: Apolutrosis. Apolutrosis but that word literally means uh, releasing affected by payment of ransom and and what we see is uh, our sinful nature has kind of made us prisoners uh, to uh, perhaps uh, habits or a lifestyle or idiosyncrasies that that cause us to further and further separate ourselves from God Uh, and and because of our sin a price must be paid the Bible says that the wages of sin is death Uh, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, that life comes to us through the ransom that was paid. If sin requires death, if that's the wages, we believe that Jesus came and he sacrificed his life. He gave his life freely uh, to pay for the sins of us all. So literally there was a price on us that Jesus paid to redeem us, to buy us back, uh, to pay the full price uh, to bring us back from our sin. And and not to downplay that by looking at pop culture examples of that, but that's such an important theme to the human heart that you see in literature, you see in great storytelling over and over and over again, people reiterating this theme because it has such a resonance with us. It has such a, an impact on the human experience. We are all fallen creatures that are programmed to desire redemption. And that's why we love seeing in games and stories and books and, and, and shows. We love to see characters being redeemed because I think it gives us hope uh, for ourselves. Uh, so, so tonight I've asked you guys to kind of come and share a little bit about maybe some of the, the redemption stories that have inspired you, encouraged you, and challenged you. Uh, so, so, so tell us what you got. Uh, bring us to the, to the redemption stories that speak to you. I
3: guess I'll start off first. Um. Is it okay if I share, I have a Bible verse that goes along with this, if that's okay with you guys. Uh, it's Romans 3.24. It says, this is the KJV version. It says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. So that thought I would just share that with you guys.
0: So what is something then that you think of as, as a, a pop culture, uh, kind of a nerdy version of the redemption story? Tori?
2: My fav- one of my all-time favorite games is definitely Kingdom Hearts. And I feel that one of the characters that definitely redeemed themselves to me throughout the story was Riku, and his like his fall and how he like followed the darkness.
0: Have you guys played Kingdom Hearts?
2: Yeah, have you guys? I have I'm not sorry. gotten the chance. I, to. I never played
1: it. Or something that I really All right. got into.
2: So really quick background: Sora, Riku, and Kairi are your main three like characters, and Sora is the big hero, and Riku is his rival. And also sort of like an older brother. They're steel. frenemies. They're frenemies. Yeah, like they're best friends, but they always race. And, you know, who's going to win Kyrie's heart and that kind of thing. That's
0: nice. Always goes sour over a girl. Of
2: course, naturally. And the naming of your ship, uh, which is never of course. an easy thing. And Riku, in search of power, like gives into the darkness. And so he's your enemy for a good part of the game. At the same time, like trying to find him. Sora thinks he's good and he's lost, but in the actual like in reality he is like lost to the light. So Riku is a big part of your problem as the player and he just makes problems like he causes problems all throughout the game. And finally at the end he redeems himself by trying to beat back the darkness and siding with King Mickey and he starts helping the player along after a while like Progressing the story in a positive way, kind of like Strider from the background, like Eric Gordon, that kind of thing. He's like removed, but driving it forward and actually being one of your allies later. And I thought that that spoke to me, like, because as, like, playing as Sora, Riku was your friend, and he fell. And
0: that's good, and that's you know that's why you never uh, go up against Billy Zane with uh, with your friend it's on true. your side because Billy Zane will turn them to the dark side. Exactly. Uh, am I? I'm not mistaken that Billy Zane was the, he was uh, Ansem, the, yeah. the bad guy in that game. Zane. There
2: were a ton of different guys for Ansem. There was a,
0: there was a moment there, and, and in the in the first one he was uh, where Billy Zane was in all kinds of video games. Uh, yes. I still treasure my experience with him in uh, SSX Tricky. Uh, Oh, is it the second one? Well, yeah, allow me to redeem uh, this moment. Uh, Steven, what do do you got, man?
1: I don't know if this is like ultra nerdy, whatever. But this is just what came to mind. In uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, my! Here we go. (laughs) It's going down. Here we go. It's Morphin' time. (laughs) You have have the original five. You have Jason, Kimberly, Billy, Zach, and Trini. Trini.
2: I'm going to have to take your word for it. Yeah, okay. And Rock Rock Stadium
1: Bebop. Rocksteady. No, that was Ninja Turtles. And around the second or third season, I'm not sure which one it is, you get introduced to this character named Tommy. And Tommy is this kind of this guy at school and he does his own thing. But Rita gets Tommy and he turns him evil and he's the Green Ranger, but he's bad and he's pursuing the Power Rangers and trying to destroy them. He goes and he turns on Rita. I think Zordon helps him. I can't remember exactly. But he goes and he befriends the Power Rangers and helps him, but then he loses his powers. And then... After like a season or two later, he comes back as the White Ranger, and he ends up being like their leader and like the best Power Ranger ever. So Another mu- Tolkien ripoff. So much, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much so that uh, Jason David Frank is like the ultimate Power Ranger person. He's been in all a bunch of different versions. I think he has the most. Uh, tenure as a Power Ranger, and he's still kind of crazy about Power Rangers. He's got the tattoos and all stuff, and he's a Christian, by the way. He's a big-time Christian, Jason David Frank. I wonder if Power
0: So Rangers Jason David Frank, Frank, if you want to holler at us, that's at, at Nerd of Godcast. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. I wonder if Power Rangers right. do have tenure and pension plans. And I, don't, like I don't think they do.
1: 401Ks. But, but that just always fascinated me, that Tommy was the bad guy. He was the guy who was pursuing the Power Rangers and wanted to destroy them, becomes their friend, ends up kind of sacrificing his powers to help them because he has to because Rita gave him his powers. But then Zordon brings him back and gives him the leadership. He becomes like the main Power Ranger after that. Right. And that always that always really, that's why it was the first thing that came to mind for that, and I really always enjoyed that story. That's really cool.
0: It's really interesting how you guys kind of bring bring these angles to it that are specifically yours. You know, Tori goes to the kind of classic uh, you know, Japanese video game. Steven brings out the Power Rangers, which is really uh, a big fandom for him. And I went straight to Star Wars. I'm thinking, of course, of Vader. I mean, that's one. Of, that's the greatest yeah. redemption story.
3: That one was too easy for me. Uh, I, I know. I mean, I know it's uh, the easy
1: one. And a, another easy one for me, and I think it might be the same as Vader, is... Uh is Tony Stark. That was another one that came to mind, too. But Tony I just, but Power, but Power Rangers was fantastic. <laughs> I continue think, uh, continue with uh, with with uh, well, Vader. I, I, listen, I, I feel like I don't need to
0: go into the details of the story <laughs> of Vader. I mean, far, far be it for me to bore our audience with uh, the minutia of Star Wars. Vader's a bad guy. His son senses good in him. And uh, because of his trust, because his son refused to strike down his father, uh, he sparked... That uh, that goodness in him again, and of course Vader saved him from Emperor Palpatine. Uh, special editions notwithstanding, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs>
3: you know,
0: so um, despite the coarse sand,
2: yeah. But uh, but
0: you know, a really really great story. You know, there's a couple other redemption stories pop thing that pop out to me. I I was thinking about we we watched uh, the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits, uh, the Hobbit movies, and who who am I thinking of?
1: I was gonna say, and it's just uh, Boromir in the first one.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one. Boromir really got one.
0: tainted because of mm-hmm. his desire mm-hmm. for the ring, uh, but then he redeemed himself <laughs> by doing what?
1: <laughs> by sacrificing himself. By laying, the, laying the, down the his life for well, it, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Which it just goes, you know, that's a, that's another thing. You know, you, you have the, the ring, which, you know, represents, like, the embodiment of evil, but uh, he lays down his life. The Bible says greater love has no man than this, then he would lay down his life for his friends, and and he does. And and, and it's, it's amazing because... Uh, that redemption and that forgiveness happens instantly because later on when the hobbits, uh, you know, meet up with... Uh, Denethor. And, and f- they, yeah, they say, your son died. Uh, yeah. when, Mar- when Was it Was it Pippin? Yeah. Or, or Merry? It was Pippin. Pippin. When Pippin was, uh, he's like, you know, your, your son died to save me. Now yeah. I'm going to sing a song while you eat this girl's food.
1: Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's a special place in my heart for the amount of hate I have. For Denethor. Oh, absolutely. I'm just that, throw if that if, out if there. ever there was
0: a character who deserved to set himself on fire, it was Denethor. <laughs> that would be a... He
2: made me so mad.
0: But even at the end of Return of the King, you have um, when, when they go into the to the mountain and there's the undead army, you know, who broke their oh, trust. Yeah. And they, all they had to do was w- was honor that that promise that they had given to the one true king, and then they could be set free from their own curse. Uh, so, you know, you see this story happen over and over again in literature. You see it happen in, in video games and in comic books because it is such a theme that resonates with our hearts. Uh, we've all had people that maybe have hurt us or, or, or turned on us or betrayed us. And, uh, and we see this again in the Bible. One of the examples that, that really sticks out to me, and I'm hoping it does to you too, is the story of Saul of Tarsus, uh, who was a persecutor of the church in, in the book of Acts. Uh, he was a real Christ-hater. Uh, yeah. When when the church really became became emergent and and began to develop and and their numbers were growing, um, there were groups of people that really wanted to get that under control, keep it from blowing up, and keep it from getting out of hand. And and Saul was one of the people that supported their efforts. Uh, so much so that he was, uh, dis, uh, he was deputized to go out and kind of bring in uh, some of the. Uh, some of the believers he was like like a sentinel to the x-men uh, to their christians so as he was going out and he was overseeing and he was participating in in the martyrdom of of christians and believers in that day uh on his way to uh to uh you know down the road he stopped by christ who you know the the, the risen christ who says hey saul why are you persecuting me what's your problem and uh you know saul goes blind and he's like who are you and the voice comes back and says it's it's jesus who who you persecute and uh saul ends up becoming not only a believer uh, but uh, one of the huge voices of new testament christianity so much so that he wrote uh, of the large chunk of the new testament uh, you know he developed and and pastored and raised up leaders all across uh, europe and asia and and we see uh, you know the effects of of his teachings today through some of the most powerful writings of scripture so uh, a fantastic and a great redemption story and, and i love when you see it happen um because as he's redeemed and he kind of finds himself you know he's, he's still blind before the lord uh, rescues him and, and, and heals him of that. He he finds himself in the care of some of the believers who are really looking at him sideways, going, um, You guys know who this guy is, right? He's the guy has been throwing rocks at us. Uh, yes. Yeah, they go all Admiral Akbar on him and like, It's a trap! You know? it's, <laughs> it's a
1: trap! It's a trap!
0: Yeah, that's everybody. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just gonna make the rounds. Yeah,
0: they didn't. Uh, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to trust them. But, but that is one of the greatest themes of, of trusting Jesus. One of the greatest themes of the Bible is that God can redeem anyone. That there's nothing that's too difficult. Nothing, no heart that's that's so hardened uh, that the love of God can't reach through to them. And and we see that in the Apostle Paul. We see that again and again uh, through the Scripture. Um, I, I think of Peter. Betraying Jesus and denying him. What's the difference between Peter and Judas both to two members of the 12 disciples uh, both turned on Jesus the night that he was killed. Uh, But the difference was Judas went out and hanged himself. And, uh, you know, Peter. Peter confessed his love for God and stayed around for forgiveness. Uh, redemption is available to, to all of us, and it comes to us through faith in Jesus Christ. It's not by uh, works that we're saved, but it's by grace. It's a, it's the free gift of God. So uh, that is the purchase back. That, that is the the price that redemption is. He Jesus traded his life in, in place for yours and for mine. So uh, we have good reason to trust in him today. We have good reason to love him today because he first loved us amen amen, amen. And, and amen <laughs> uh well a resounding you know, amen a resounding amen well this really is going to bring us to the uh, to the exit ramp for our first episode of the nerd of godcast we really really hope that you enjoyed it if you have been listening this long uh you are an amazing person and a true true friend uh we are going to throw at you a real quick uh twitter contest if you can connect with us on social media that's at nerd of godcast or you can email us nerdofgodcast at gmail.com so you can connect with us this week uh we've got a cool prize for you in our uh um well, you know, actually, we don't even have a cool name for our <laughs> cool prize bin. Uh, what, what would you even call it? The the dungeon? The the the, the treasure box? The
2: dragon's hoard? I'll
0: tell you what. This is another thing. We're needing your help. We need some help from the community. Give us a cool name. Hit us up on Twitter uh, and let us know what you think the name of our prize stash can be. In fact, that's how we're going to give out this cool first prize. If you come up with the name that we choose for our prize stash, then uh, we're going to give you something cool from it. So if you hit us up on Twitter <laughs> and social media and you let us know what we should name our prize stash, we're going to hook you up with some cool free stuff. So we just want to say thank you so much uh, to our uh, our staff here, our, to our cast at the Nerd of God cast, uh, Player 4, Quentin Neff. Hey. To the lovely Jersey Tomato, Tory Line. To producer, Steve-O. How you doing? Thanks, guys. And for the Nerd of God cast, my name is Tony T. Until next time, you ain't got to go home.
2: But you you can't can't stay stay here. here.
1: Peace out.
0: you're still here. Thank you for listening to the end of our theme song. We are glad that you're here and you have unlocked our post-credit sequence. So yay for you. Achievement unlocked. We're uh, we're glad to have you here. We just want to let you know that we love you. We're praying for all of our listeners. And uh, we just, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, uh, it's as simple as asking him to come into your heart. The Bible says that all have sinned. Every one of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But that if we trust him and we believe in him, the Bible does say if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you confess that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from every mistake you've ever made, saved from doubt and fear and hopelessness, and most importantly, saved to an eternity uh, in his presence. So uh, it is absolutely worth you loving God and trusting God. If we can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our social media. Thanks again for listening to our first episode. You are our favorite people ever. The only people we love more than the people that listen to our first episode are the people who listen to our second episode. Coming soon, the theme is going to be sacrifice. We will see you then.